You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. Webmasterradio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musig. And welcome to a Monday show at webmasterradio.fm. This is Jillian Musig, a CEO coach. I have with me today Kevin Gold from HostingCon. We're actually recording this at HostingCon 2010 in Austin, Texas for you on a Monday morning. Kevin, welcome, and tell us a little bit about what you do at HostingCon. Great. Thank you very much, Julian. Um, at HostingCon, my team, I'm the director of marketing for Ryan Interactive, who produces HostingCon, and my team focuses specifically on the program development as well as the attendee marketing. Um, looking specifically at HostingCon, HostingCon is the premier conference and trade show for the hosted services industry. So we bring together web hosts, uh, SaaS, uh, ISVs, uh, data centers, and other companies that serve the uh, Internet uh, services area. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today to help the folks who are listening in who are CEOs of their own companies starting up, uh, maybe individual consultancies, small agencies, and folks who are doing perhaps search marketing or other kinds of services for their clients, the question would be begged in the technology world, why would you show up at HostingCon or perhaps any conference in general in technology as an attendee? I understand why you come as a speaker, because being a speaker, you can share the information that you know as an expertise uh, expert. You get to be uh, you know, known that way, and so you can perhaps sell your services, all of those kinds of good things. Why do you show up as an attendee? I would say that there's a number of really important reasons for showing up. First of all, um, really understanding where the future of the industry is going. For instance, what new technology is coming down the road. To give you an example, in the marketplace right now, the whole idea of cloud has a great deal of buzz around it. But really understanding 
how is cloud going to help me? What are the real uh, business aspects to it that I need to start to consider? So by coming to a conference specifically, uh, one such as HostingCon, you're bringing in the experts who understand the technology inside and out and really have an understanding of uh, what's in it for me, how is it going to benefit me, um, how is it not going to necessarily benefit me, what are the drawbacks, um, what are the benefits. Uh, so that's the first thing is just understanding where the industry is going, uh, where the technology is going, and uh, how it's going to help me. Uh, the other part is really understanding um, and uh, building relationships with uh, potential partners, potential uh, um, um, uh, possible um, relationships with service providers, whether you're a uh, value-added reseller, um, a online marketing company, uh, building type of partnerships that might give you a channel into your market um, is really important. And uh, again, for a show like HostingCon, we really focus a great deal on creating networking and partnering uh, opportunities. We have a number of different uh, receptions where we bring together, you know, 1,100 um, uh, exhibitor service providers. Um, that really, you know, can start building those relationships and, and understanding the opportunities that would be created from them. Okay, so you're saying the first thing is uh, learning, and that would be kind of the things you look for in a conference yourself. Uh, if you're going to learn enough, that makes it interesting. So this is what happens beyond the announcements. Because certainly as soon as something is announced, the new technologies do tend to be announced at conferences. But as soon as that happens, uh, it's tweeted all over the world. So it's not like one needs to have uh, the attendance to get that sort of thing. Um, so, again, beyond the new technology announcements, the KPIs for my business, a deeper understanding of what that technology is itself so I can become more of an expert and more valuable to my existing and perhaps potential customers. And then the second thing you said was relationships. So if you're not a value-added reseller, you might want to consider becoming one. Find potential products to sell or upsell on your business. And finally, of course, create those uh, networking, uh, you create networking opportunities, and I know other conferences do the same. I did notice, by the way, that it's extremely good here at HostingCon. Um, but uh, looking for those networking opportunities and take advantage of every single one of them, really get engaged. This is not a good time to be shy. Right, absolutely. There's a ton of opportunity. When you really think about it, um, if I'm a small business owner, I want to make sure I leverage every opportunity that I have to um, build relationships and, and ultimately leverage those relationships to bring me into a market that I might spend an awful lot of money from a marketing perspective to build up demand. So, for instance, a, a web host may have uh, you know, thousands and tens of thousands of clients. Those clients uh, may be your specific market. So if you can build a relationship with a web host and develop a, a program that they can ultimately resell your services into their client base, and that gives you a significant opportunity. So come into a conference like this where you have uh, those potential channel partners out there um, having face-to-face discussing what the value you would deliver to them um, and really kind of moving it forward. I think there's a, just a tremendous opportunity there. Okay. So uh, we're going to take a break in about a couple of minutes here, and when we come back, I'd like to talk about what it is you do to market to your general public to get those folks in here. A number of folks listening again obviously either have events themselves or they need to reach a large marketplace. I'm sure you have a great deal of information, everything from email marketing to social media. We're looking forward to that. Again, this is Jillian Music at CEO Coach for Webmaster Radio. We'll be back in a few moments. 
Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. The WordPress Community Podcast, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back. This is Jillian Music from CEO Coach at WebmasterRadio.fm. You can download these broadcasts through iTunes or at WebmasterRadio.fm. Look for CEO Coach. I'm here with Kevin Gold, who does the marketing for HostingCon. The first portion of our show discussed why you might want to come to a show, the KPIs you should be looking at, and determine whether or not that's going to be worth your time, money, and effort to get to such a show. The second part of this show, I want to focus on your actual tactics. You're reaching a fairly large audience. It's a one-to-many kind of relationship here. How do you get folks to actually attend the the show? How do you get folks to come speak? How do you get folks to come do booths and so on? It's a different matter, but how do you get attendees and what tactics are you using? What are you leveraging? Great. Uh, Let me break it down into there's there's a couple different segments. I'd say that uh, first what you want to do is break down your attendance by new and then repeat renewals. Uh, so you're really focusing on developing a, a specific strategy for each of those three segments. Um, and then 
if I, if I take that further, then first and foremost, when it comes to repeats and renewals, so a renewal is someone who came and attended in 2009 and back again in 2010. Repeat is one that might have been here in 2008, skipped 2009, coming back for 2010, and of course new for individuals that have never attended a hosting con. Um, so if we take the first two, repeat and renewals, um, say renewals specifically, uh, I'd say first and foremost, it's creating an absolutely outstanding user experience. And the reason why that's so important is that, uh, one, it's a lot cheaper to bring someone back because they had such a great experience that they're automatically going to book themselves for the, for the following year. Um, uh, for us this year, we put together some actually some very specific uh, marketing around our renewals, and I'll include our repeats here, uh, that, that squarely focused our messaging on new and improved. What we do at the end of every hosting con um, and throughout hosting con itself is we do a lot of online surveying. We do a lot of surveying that is mobile ready, so um, you know, understanding your, your audience base. Our audience is very technology oriented, so they're gonna to wanna to do things on our iPhones, wanna do things on Android phones. Uh, so we send out surveys and we take those surveys and the feedback that they provide, as well as feedback that we receive when we're just walking around throughout the conference, and we put that into the development of the next year's show. Um, so with that then, we come out with messaging, new and improved, um, you spoke, we listen, uh, type campaigns, and we specifically point out, uh, this is what we heard, this is how we responded. And uh, for instance, uh, we did that this year. We drew out about seven main critical points that we saw were common themes from uh, the survey feedback, and we specifically targeted those uh, throughout the past six months and saying, this is what you said, this is what we did to improve it. And we received a, a tremendous amount of um, outcome based on that. Um, how do we deliver that? Primarily, we deliver it through email, which we see as um, one of the, the strongest channels. One is because we do a lot of big data segmentation, so we're focusing the relevant message on the right audience. Um, we get down into specifics. We use Exact Target, which is a, a great platform. We use those guys too. They're really good guys. Yes, they're really, really good. And, and they're also a uh, speaker um, here at uh, Houston Gun because they're so good. Not because we have a relationship with them, but they really get into the heart of educating. And um, obviously, there's email and there's doing there's doing email and doing email right. And uh, you know, Zach Clark helps us helps us get there. Um, user experience really comes down to also I'm gonna um, add this in here. User experience also comes down to how smoothly the conference works. One thing that we hear frequently is that it's smooth, it's quick registration, it's great signage. It's all those little things that add up to a lot. And, um, and that, I, I, um, you know, it's all based on our operations team um, who have a great deal of experience. They understand how to run shows. They understand and, um, as you can say, um, uh, they expect what will happen and solve it before it happens. Um, the other side then is outside email. Um, and really segmenting our list. Um, can I cut this back? So really when I look at the, the process then, one thing that we've done uh, through 2009 is that we really uh, gathered a lot of data and then coming into developing our market strategy, we segmented that data again into those three buckets. And then what we did is we looked at those three buckets, we pulled in the feedback, and we were very specific in the type of messaging that we're going to do to each one. It's pretty much the blocking and tackling of good marketing. Um, but what you don't think about is that when you have the opportunity to do that, uh, one, specifically using email, you're putting something in front of an, an audience um, where the messaging is very relevant and it has 
you know, a, a great opportunity to seek that in- level of engagement. Um, so when it comes to our marketing, I'd say that the thing that we saw uh, really become the big success is segmenting the data and being just dead on with our with our messaging. So as you go through this, you're saying you're using email marketing, you're using exact target. In particular, what makes your email uh, marketing successful is getting as tightly targeted to the market as possible so that you're almost sending individualized emails, if you will. How many segments do you create? I know you have three, new return and renewal. How else do you slice and dice your stuff? Really, when those are the three main ones. The other ones we were looking at is last year, and last year, 2009 was the main data set that we worked off of, is when um, or what time out from the event did they register last year. So as we got closer, we noticed that there was X number of people 25 days out from the event. So as we got closer, we really tightened our messaging around that group that really waited to the last moment um, to ultimately register. So we put a lot of... Um, urgency, do it online now, not on site, save X number of dollars on the special. What kind of a list did you see in early registrations when you actually put more effort into getting people to not wait until day of registration? You know what's amazing is that uh, we had an outstanding list, but I would say the big change, it, was, it wasn't necessary list within a certain period of time. We have early bird, we extended early bird, and certainly you have lists there. But the thing that we saw is that we started uh, really in December, so about seven months before the event occurred, by building up a tremendous amount of buzz. We did a lot of blog posts. We actually had the speakers um, um, do blog posts themselves. So it started, you know, by us leveraging their expertise. How did you get speakers to do those blog posts? Did you just ask them to blog, or did you actually do interviews and then create a few posts from that? No, believe it or not, we just asked them. We asked them. Uh, with some specific editorial um, guidelines around it. We said, well, this is not a sales pitch moment. This is a moment to really highlight the information that you're going to be uh, talking about at your um, session at HostingCon. And uh, the the actual participation rate was phenomenal. We probably had uh, 60% of our speakers that stepped up and said, we want to contribute. Um, That's amazing. That means that um, it's really was it amazing uh, what people will do if you ask them to. So that's your social media play that helps the lift of the email marketing itself. Again, the whole being more than the sum of its parts. So let's go on with a little more about what you did on social media marketing. Great. With social media marketing, uh, we really use the main channels that fit our market. And I think that's really, in my eyes, the key is that there's, there's certainly an absolute ton of different social media channels. Uh, we use the ones that we understand our audience frequents the most. So Twitter was a very large one for us. Whenever we did a blog post, obviously, we tweeted out. Whenever someone had a question um, on Twitter about uh, hosting con, we immediately responded to it and sent them on to additional information. Another thing that we did that I think had a uh, kind of was another impetus to uh, speakers wanting to contribute to it is that we put together a Twitter list of all of our speakers. So follow all of our speakers for hosting con in one um, list. And that was something that, again, it, it um, reinforced the value of our speakers, but then also 
um, got them into the action and said, you know what, let me continue to um, promote HostingCon. Speaking at HostingCon, I want to promote it. Uh, you're helping me, you know, we're helping them. And it turned out into a you know, great opportunity. Uh, the other thing we did is, oh, hang on, I'm going to interrupt you for just one second. We've got a break here uh, for 60 seconds. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what else happens in terms of social media. And again, we just learned, I guess, how to turn your speakers into evangelists for your event or your uh, corporation itself. Again, this is Jillian Nisik at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. The Jerry Abram Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back at CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music. I'm here with Hosting Pond's Kevin Gold. He's talking about how he markets one to the many as he gets people to attend his events. Things we've learned have to do with email marketing being kind of his benchmark, his core piece, in which he segmented the market from new to return to renewals, and then segmented again beyond that into a few more minor pieces. Uh, he certainly has done things like focus groups, if you will, simply by walking the floor of the event itself and getting folks to fill out uh, forms afterwards, surveys and so on, so that they can use terms like new and improved, you spoke, we listened, those are very old school processes, 
Uh, he's looked at things like improving the process of getting people to pay up earlier uh, by doing more promotion around the early birds, extending the early bird a bit, and again, focusing on how much they might save. The last piece I find fascinating is that he's taken that to social media, asked people to create content around it, and he looked to his experts, which in this case were the speakers, brought them to write things, blog posts, and that encouraged them after they'd invested in the blogging to become corporate evangelists. We're going to return now to Kevin Gold and have him summarize and finish with other things he's done in social media and how it all wraps up to a better attendance and a better event and profitability for the corporation. So the other part then that HostingCon uh, is an event that's a nationwide event. It pulls in um, international as well. So this year, uh, we're about 30% over uh, 2009 in terms of attendance for Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and that is representative of over 33 different countries. So it's a, a, you know, you could say it's a worldwide event, but also moves around. So last year, we were in Washington, D.C. This year, we're in Austin, Texas. Next year, we'll be in San Diego, California. So the, one of the challenges we have is, uh, one, continuing to pull um, our renewals and our, and our repeats, um, but also how do we bring in uh, new attendance? And so when so we get closer to uh, the actual event then, we really do a concentrated push or surge, marketing surge, if you will, around the local area. Um, and one way that we found that works out extremely well is LinkedIn. So what we've done is we'll go into LinkedIn, um, we'll do a, a search on the local area in a 100-mile radius, and we'll do a very um, uh, personalized message uh, to individuals that ideally are within groups that uh, you're focusing on. So for us, uh, we're very involved through our other media properties on the hosting industry, uh, cloud industry. Uh, so we join LinkedIn groups automatically, right? So I have about uh, like 10 different LinkedIn groups. Uh, what we'll do then is go out to each individual within that group, again, within a local area, and provide them a personal invitation saying that because you're in the hosting industry, because you're in essentially in the backyard of the convention center, we want to invite you um, personally to attend this event. Um, this is what it's about. So it's very short. It's very crisp. It's um, – we – point out right away, you know, this is an unsolicited message. We apologize, but how, you know, because of the benefit that's there. And the response from that has been phenomenal. You get people coming back saying, you know what, I never heard of the event. It fits squarely where I want to focus. Um, I love to attend. What, what do I need to do? So what you're saying is, uh, again, very personalized invitations. Now we're talking about one-on-one -on -one invitations to folks in the local area most likely to attend. And what I noticed is that you said the email was respectful, crisp and respectful. So I think that's really a, a key takeaway. I think somehow if you made it more professional, if you will, uh, in other words, uh, brightly colored this and that, and uh, uh, I don't know, somehow a little bright and spammy almost, you wouldn't have had the same kind of response. So that's a real important issue. And that is correct. And I think that's something that just goes back to the core of social media, right, where it's all about building relationships well before you ever ask um, for something from them, right? So we join these groups. We participate in these groups. We participate as a media company um, with Web Hosting Talk and other properties that are in the hosting industry. So when we go about uh, doing a personal invitation like this, uh, we've already built a relationship with the group. We're not coming and saying, hey, we're just going to promote. 
Um, it's more of a fact that we've we've given, and at this point in time, uh, we're going to ask, as you mentioned, extremely precise one-on-one. Um, the tone is, we understand we're taking up some of your time. We just want to let you know that this event is there. We're not even asking them to go register. That, the registration is not even a, a sentence within that um, invitation. Simply, this is what it's about. If you're interested, uh, look at the website um, or email me and I, or call me. We put our phone numbers in there, and we'll talk to you more about it. It's fantastic because uh, often we talk about marketing, whether regardless of what we're marketing, our own companies or for our clients, we talk about that constant call to action, always be asking, always be closing, so on. And what you're saying is absolutely not in this particular case. As you are respectful and crisp, if you will, short and sweet, uh, you don't ask for the sale. You merely invite and let them do it. That's kind of what we would call very Mazi over at SEO Maz. It's very much our same style. So thank you very much, everyone. This has been a wonderful edition of CEO Coach. Are there any last moment thoughts you'd like to leave the audience with? No, I think that, uh, again, um, the key piece I think that we learned this year and the results show that, uh, I don't want to say that we were right, but it certainly feels good is that uh, really understanding the audience and messaging to them in a relevant way. Nothing that uh, is new. It's, it's probably uh, you know, the foundation of what marketing is supposed to be about. But when you do it right, it really does work. I think it's a key takeaway. I think uh, I would agree. Today's marketing, we think of as all pull marketing, and what you've managed to do is push marketing. And adding that respect and the lack of hard sell has made it a possibility where folks then begin to pull the balance of the marketing required to get them to convert. That's a wonderful piece. Thank you very much, Kevin. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.